0: One of the biggest things that I see sideline potential freelancers today is self-sabotage. I see it running rampant across social media today, more than ever. I see people purposely thwarting their ability to be successful, to be free, to be financially free. I see it all over the place. And to be honest, it somewhat breaks my heart. So in this episode, I want to address what self-sabotage is, why you're doing it more than you might realize, how to overcome it, and how to just collectively move forward and become more comfortable with procrastinating and identifying why it is you procrastinate. That was a lot. That was a mouthful, guys. But with that, let's get into it. Hey, guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. All right, you guys know what time it is. It's time for another slightly uncomfortable mindset topic in which I get Really intense on you guys, and then ultimately try and make a joke about it at the end of the episode. (laughs) These mindset topics, I hope you guys are liking them. They are definitely a little bit harder for me to talk about just because I think it forces me to do a little mindset work while I am recording them, but that's probably ultimately a good thing for both me and you guys. So, in this episode, we're going to go over self sabotage, the cause of it, and why you're self-sabotaging more than you probably realize. I think society does a huge disservice to us, especially in our schooling, when again, we reach 22 years old and not for a single moment was self-sabotage ever discussed to us, and it's direct link to procrastination. Why do we procrastinate? You know, we should have gone over all of these things. It would help us do the inner work we need to be much more supportive of ourselves and and much more comfortable with achieving potential success, which I see so many people are more than anything, not afraid of failure. They're afraid of success and what that might bring and what that might do to their lives, especially thanks to the bully pulpit that is social media. I see so many people are afraid to have any element of their success broadcasted out onto social media because they do know what type of criticism and negative comments are going to ensue. And I've gone over this. We can't necessarily prevent people from writing these negative things, but we can change how we see what it is that they're doing. And I'll, I'll go over that again in this episode with you guys. So without further ado, let's dive in. We are our own worst enemy. It's so true, right? We've heard it growing up, and sometimes we can fail to understand what that saying really means. I think these kind of common everyday sayings that we've heard so many times throughout our lives it can almost undervalue the actual value that that saying has. At the end of the day, you're only competing with yourself. Anyone else who appears to be in competition with you is not. You are living your own truth and divine purpose, which means you have no competition, there's only one you. And the only competition you have is that that goes down inside of your brain. There's so many, I won't bore you guys, there's so many sayings from famous religious people talking about how the war of your life is waged inside of your head. And everyone listening to this, you're probably nodding your head right now going, oh, that's so true. Because whenever we're alone with our thoughts on a walk in the shower, driving a car, we know that there's a lot of complex activity that happens up in that little brain. And basically, the key to everything is taming that thing, right? Easier said than done, of course. Due to different experiences and traumas in our lives, we can default into a pattern of self-sabotage. I see it every single day when I sign on to social media and I read comments from people who wanna make this whole gig economy thing work for themselves, but they just cannot figure out why it's not happening for them. The internet defines self-sabotage as the following. I look this up on Google if anyone needs the source. Self-sabotage occurs when people hinder their own success. When people take these destructive steps, their harmful behavior can negatively impact nearly every part of their lives, including relationships and careers. Some examples of self-sabotage can include deciding to eat cake when you're on a diet, procrastinating a freelancing order you know is due in four hours, ignoring opportunities in your email inbox you know could change your life, and so forth. So then I did a little more deep diving because I am a nerd and I do research all of these things. I blab out at you guys. According to Psychology Today, self-sabotage results from three specific occurrences. Your thinking patterns, fears you may have in intimate relationships, and the tendency to avoid things that are difficult or uncomfortable. I think that last one is probably the most common cause of self-sabotage, especially in our generation but the other two can certainly be factors as well. When we fall victim to these three occurrences, it's common to procrastinate, self-medicate, right? With drugs or alcohol or eating or social media binging, or even proactively intervene in our own potential and doing something on purpose in order to make sure that whatever that opportunity was gonna be can no longer happen for us. A great example of this would be cheating in a relationship, even though you really loved and respected the other other person, cheating would ensure that the relationship would ultimately come to an end because you are ultimately scared of the intimacy and the partnership that would come with a lifelong union. I have seen this play out in so many relationships from friends to relatives of mine, family members. I I see it all the time, these... You know, the people would go, well, why did they cheat? You know, they were head over heels with that person, and it's like self-sabotage is why they cheated. They ultimately wanted to ruin the best thing that ever happened to them because they are scared of what that best thing is going to look like, and they possibly don't even believe they deserve that best thing from a lot of trauma and terrible things that can happen in our lifetime. Since we don't discuss anything related to self-sabotage at all in our schooling, We come out into the world already self-sabotaging without even realizing it. Sure, some of us do this more than others, but I believe we all enter into the world in our 20s with a fair amount of self-sabotage. I am not excluded from that. Overcoming self-sabotage is the fastest path to achieving everything it is that you want out of life. But that first starts with acknowledging your personal self-sabotaging patterns and why you are doing it in the first place. Now, I can't tell you exactly which things as a kid made you scared to be successful or scared of the unknown today. I don't know you know, your unique experiences, but I can tell you that it is possible to overcome it. You're, with your brain, you can overcome anything. You can change your thinking pattern no matter what has happened to you. Again, I am not a licensed psychologist, you guys. I'm just going to give that disclaimer right now. But I do find it fascinating to study thinking patterns and how they impact us in our everyday lives. From my personal experience, I know the best way to get ahead of these thinking patterns is to first acknowledge them. I mean, this is the hardest step too, right? It's coming face to face with what's actually going down. Accepting radical accountability for the life you are living right now is not easy to do. If you sit there right now, are you able to say to yourself, Are you earning less than you had planned, right? Are you working a job that you hate? Are you unhappy and feeling unmotivated? Is life not going the way you had planned it to? Our culture today is obsessed with lobbing blame on everyone else instead of accepting radical accountability. The hardest part of all of this is accepting that along the way and accepting that the choices you made in your life have created your reality. They might not be your fault, necessarily. I don't believe you need to be mad at yourself for these choices. I very much, I don't live with regrets. I don't look back at choices that I make and regret them at all because if you make a choice, two things can happen. It was the wrong choice and you learned a valuable lesson if you accept accountability for it, or it was the right choice and you achieved something from it. So, I personally live with zero regrets. So, I never sit here and go, oh, that was my fault. You know, that's negative self-talk. Instead, I would say, that was the choice that I made. It resulted in this. This was either good or bad. How can I make a different choice next time? But just accepting that it was you who made that choice and no one else is such an important part of overcoming the self-sabotage. It's hard to accept that at first, but it's going to make you feel so much freer when you realize that you are actually in total control of your life and your life is not just some random happenstance, crazy, chaotic cyclone that you're just like tagging along the ride for. If you just heard me say that and you're shaking your head right now going, well, Alex, that's not true. Some people are unlucky. Some people were born in places that aren't great. Some people were born with crappy parents. I'm not a monster, right? Yes, all of those scenarios are possible. Some people are dealt tougher hands, no no doubt about it. Although I do find that life does catch up with all of us. Life does come for everyone. Maybe it's when you're two or maybe it's when you're 70. But as Norman Vincent Peale says in the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, which I'm currently reading... No one, no scenario, no socioeconomic level can separate you from proactively changing your attitude and the thoughts in your head. You might not be able to control what happens to you every day. We, None of us can control that, but you can control how you react to what happens to you. When you choose to see the more positive side of things, it will become a habitual thinking pattern that becomes second nature inside your head. The positivity, happiness, creativity, and thoughtfulness that will radiate out of you in the form of positive, receptive energy will attract abundance back to you. That's how the whole game of energy works. You guys know I'm a big believer in the law of attraction because it's actually the same exact thing as living your divine purpose, being a good person, and knowing God will reward you for being kind and helping His other children. It's the exact same concept, just with different words. You are in control of how you react to what happens to you in your life. And... Some people would want to fight me on that, some people are ready to hear that, and some people know that. You can make a choice to take accountability for the current status of your life right now. Once you do that, you'll be able to start to unpack why it is that you procrastinate or why you're scared of success. Maybe you're scared of criticism. Maybe you're scared to admit what it is that you really want out of life. Maybe you want something huge and you know your town or your friends aren't going to support you in that and you're afraid of their criticism or you're afraid of them talking about you behind your back. Whatever it is, identify these roadblocks and it will help you unpack your self-sabotaging nature. Everything is connected and it undoubtedly all starts up in that brain of yours. Being honest and true about what it is you want out of life will make you unapologetic in your pursuit of it. You won't be afraid to go out there and grab it. You won't want to self-sabotage anymore because you will be in alignment with why you're on this planet in the first place. For me, finding my purpose years ago, helping others to break out of soul-crushing jobs, and now rambling to you guys in this podcast, made me so passionate that nothing would stop me and still has not. I don't care who it offends. I know people need to hear this message, which is why I don't procrastinate it. And if I do start to procrastinate something, I always pause and take note of that I will often ask myself, you know, why am I procrastinating this? Why am I avoiding this? Why am I doing everything in my power to, like, not do this one thing? What's going on? How can I fix that and cut the procrastinating out immediately? And it will kind of force me into this little self-reflective moment where I'm going to take, you know, accountability for the fact that I am procrastinating and there's something that's bothering me. There's something that I'm scared of and I need to come face to face with it. Procrastination is I could do a whole nother podcast on I guess the topic of that alone, but it gets a rep for being something that lazy people do and Procrastinating doesn't make you lazy in my eyes. It means you're caught up in a frozen thinking pattern. It means you're scared ultimately or unsure of how to move forward with something. It means you don't necessarily want to know what exists on the other side of that hill. That if you leave the slightly mundane existence you've become comfortable with right now, are you really gonna like what you see on the other side of that hill? Are you gonna have to do things you're uncomfortable doing? Are you gonna regret making that choice? Maybe you should just stick with the mundane. Maybe it's safer. I know that's an internal dialogue that goes on in a lot of people's heads, so I don't mean to call people out for it, but I do think it is important we talk about it out loud to process it. It's fear of the unknown, and it causes so many potential freelancers to throw their chances of success out the window. I see this. This, like, breaks my heart, you guys, when I see this go down, when I can see this dialogue go down, whether it's in my Facebook group or under my videos or in my DMs, I can see people throwing their potential success out the window. Before they even got started, it's like my least favorite thing, not because I'm mad at people for doing it, it just like hurts my heart to see it because I'm like, no, no, please guys, you got to give yourself a chance here. This can look like not signing on to your Fiverr for a week straight when you know full well that's going to tank your reviews and ranking in the algorithm. It's taking one month off from freelancing when you're only four weeks into the whole thing. It's charging $100 more than everyone else in the marketplace hoping that people won't actually book your gig. It's putting up blurry photos and crappy gig cover images hoping people can't actually see what you look like and therefore won't actually want to work with you. I know I'm probably calling out a few people right now. I'm sorry. These are all forms of subtle self-sabotage that are preventing you from reaching the freelancing success you tell yourself you want. And that comes down to a conscious versus subconscious battle. On a conscious level, you want this success. You tell yourself in the morning, I want to be free. I want to make a lot of money. I want to be happy. But your subconscious is thwarting you. It's sitting there going, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, That's not possible until you sit down and reflect on all of these other psychological things you've been avoiding the last three decades. Downtime to reflect on why it's thwarting you is essential. You're not gonna be able to move forward unless you address this mindset side of it and really dive into your subconscious. Side note, I always say this in these episodes. For some people, based on the experiences you've had in your life, please seek out a therapist or some professional to help you go into your subconscious. If there are really problematic things in your subconscious, again, please please seek out a professional. I'm never saying not to. But when you dive into your subconscious, this will translate into so many other areas of your life. Exploring these self-sabotaging patterns will change your life. It'll make you a better friend partner, parent, person, just average person in society, you'll just be a better person. It's not fun work, right? But it's necessary. I challenge you today to reflect on how many times per day you engage in self-sabotaging. You know, pause and ask yourself, why? Why am I self-sabotaging all the time? Go through one pain point at a time. Get a journal. Write it down. Use your journal for this inner work. Writing down stuff with our hands is so huge. There's definitely, I can feel, way more of a spiritual connection when I'm writing, moving my hand with my brain than when I'm typing at my laptop. You know, maybe if you wanna make it a thing, like light a candle and sit by the window and if it's like raining out, you know, you can see yourself as this like main moody character at the start of a movie, like whatever it is you need to do, you know, sit down with the journal and start exploring these thinking blocks in your head. We're all self-sabotaging more than we all realize. It's an anxiety-filled, unpredictable world we are living in today and we all can share that. You know, Nobody owns their anxiety more than another person. Nobody owns the hardship of living to- in today than anybody else does. We're all equal on that level we're bombarded with people who are richer, prettier, and more successful than us on social media every single day. If you open up your phone right now, your Instagram feed is going to show you 10 people who supposedly have it more put together than you do. Instead of taking that personally though, remember only you are running your race at the end of the day. No one is better at being you than you. You are a unique person with a divine purpose nobody else can fulfill for you, and if you remember that to your core, I really do believe the self-sabotaging will vanish or or come to vanish over time. Be self-aware. Take accountability. Look at the life you are living and reflect on how it can be changed. Spend time in silence, listening to your thoughts. I just read a chapter on that today in The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale and... The whole chapter is just about how essential it is for our brains to have at least 15 minutes per day in actual complete silence, preferably immersed in nature. Like, you can't even be able to hear car exhaust or airplanes or trains or anything like that. Our bodies over, you know, thousands of years have been accustomed to being able to access that type of tranquil peaceful silence. And he really claims that immersing yourself in something like that, even for just 15 minutes per day, you guys can have an incredible effect on your brain and your positivity and how you think. So I'm going to try and make that a priority now. It's tough in Florida because there's freaking people everywhere. I'm going to try and find a space where I can be in just total silence, like true, true silence. When you're in the silence, it's a really powerful time to become a spectator to your thoughts, otherwise known as mindfulness or meditation, and you can kind of observe your thoughts as they come in and out of your brain. You don't need to be upset at any of the thoughts, you just more so need to become a spectator and become aware of them and allow them to come and go. And as you do this, you can start to work on changing your attitude. You can start to notice biases that you might have. You might tend to be very negative before something has even had a chance to be positive. You might really come to know yourself and and more about yourself than you ever have before just a couple of these sessions all of these things are possible and of course they are free to do that's the best part about all this stuff you guys it's completely free to go fix your head obviously not if you okay if you need a therapist and stuff work on getting that linked up with your health insurance but basically the basics of what i'm talking about right now are free to do Okay, that was my intense episode for you guys. Sorry to go there on you. This might be why my high school career test results told me I'd be a general in the army. I apparently like to give out orders slash productively yell at people in a way that encourages them to be their best selves. I do believe that is what it said on my career test. I remember looking around, and everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna be a nurse, I'm gonna be a lawyer, I'm gonna be an accountant, I'm gonna be a garbage man or whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna shout orders at people. And I remember my teacher was like, I've never seen that one before. And now I'm kind of laughing because that's literally what I'm doing. I'm like screaming at a microphone right now, orders in an attempt to help you guys live a better life. So I guess that test was pretty accurate. I have since gone on to take all those other tests like the, what's it, Meyer Briggs one. I got ENTJ and then the, what's that numbers one? Oh, I know what it's called. I got an eight, which is funny because that's my favorite number. So that was, I thought that was funny. These are loving orders, though, that I'm giving you guys. I hope you can feel that it's love. I really want to help you guys get this. I really do. I think the whole world needs some emotional, mental healing and support. I think there's a lot of people who are at the fifth generation of a family that's avoided therapy of any kind, and you can kind of tell. Do you ever see those funny memes that are like, a guy will literally go to war over seeing a therapist or something along those lines. And it's, you know, men and women. It's not just guys. It's it's a funny, I, I think it's important to be able to laugh at all of this race. It's definitely not a funny world we're in today, but I, I do think you have to laugh when you can. Okay, tangent again. All right, guys. So there you have it. I challenge you to go reflect on where you might be self-sabotaging, where you might be procrastinating in your day, kind of reflecting on how you can turn that around, fix it, address whatever the underlying subconscious blocks are, and move on with your beautiful lives. With that, I will be back with another episode next week, and I believe in you guys and anybody who is doubting you is just jealous that you're living your divine purpose and they don't have the courage to live theirs. Say a prayer for them. Let them go. Bye, guys.